Welcome to Top Three Dogs. Uh, yeah, the the show for anyone who loves dogs. Yeah. My name is Giovanni. Gabby. And I'm Quinn. I'm the host of Top Free Cats, who's been kind of supporting and bringing you Top Free Dogs. So, yeah. Gio, are you going to start us off? Yeah, so today I'm going to be doing the Beagle, so let's get started. The Beagle is one of the most recognizable, or let's just say, on the smaller side, dogs. Um, they're known for their uh, very expressive eyes because they can like make expressions with their face, and it's really cute. They have long, fluff, uh, long floppy ears and a very um, tight, let's just say tight and very um, small little uh, tail. It's normally tipped with white. Um, it has um, so normally the beagle is normally as a hunting dog because um, of their great sense of smell. They're also really cute. I really want one, but like I can't get a dog. Um, they kind of look like a bloodhound, but not as wrinkly. Kind of like the same size, but less than this long. Um, so let's get started with the attributes. The um, the height of a beagle can be anywhere from thirteen to fifteen inches, um, depending on what gender or just like the genetics of the dog. The weight, of, the weight of the beagle can vary from 20 to 25 pounds. Like, if you feed it, like, not very good stuff for it, it's going to be a little, a little bit on the heavy side. If you feed it the correct stuff, it's going to be kind of in the center, or in the middle. Uh, so, yeah, that's how you're feeding your dog. Uh, it's, uh, it's got a very short coat. Like, not very, it won't be, like, long. You have to, you don't have to really comb it much. Um, it's a tricolor coat color. It combines tan, black, white, reddish brown, and pale lemon. Honestly, well, don't ask me pale lemon. I couldn't tell you. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, the lifespan of a beagle can be 10 to, 10 to 15 years, depending on, like, the genes or um, how, you, like, if the dog gets enough exercise. It's a very active and very uh, companion, companionable dog. It's also very uh, smart, attentive, and it's also very... Um, not scared of anything. Um, it's not hypoallergenic, it does shed, so I do not recommend this if dog, a dog if you have any allergies to pets, especially if you don't, if you do not like hair, because, like, it's going to be shedding everywhere. Um, the origin is England, where I'd imagine um, it was best used for hunting. Um, they're very, beagles are very energetic, and they're not very, they're kind of carefree. Um, they don't really, uh, they don't really, like, hold on to things they're just very playful dogs um they're very nice for small little children because they're, they're not they won't like get so the point where they'll topple over the dog and they won't like literally um the dog won't trample them uh they can be very trained and socialized depending on like if you, if you like introduce it to people and stuff um most do really well with cats if they're raised together because like they don't really like hate cats if, if they've been grown up with a cat, then they're probably going to kind of like the cat. Um, so they're very affectionate. They're very friendly. They're very they're really friendly. They're very kid-friendly. Uh, they really, really like most dogs. And I couldn't say likes most cats. Because I, I can't, can't, can't really say that's true. But, like, it, kinda, it needs a lot of exercise. And I imagine... Uh, if it's very playful, you or your kid will uh, go out and um, kind of like play with it. Um, it's trainability. You can do it through a bunch of cool tricks. It's repetition and like time putting into it. 
They're very well, very smart uh, dogs. They do not ha- they have a high tendency to bark. They're um, kind of scared. Uh, they're hunting dogs. They're like they kind of bark at squirrels. I've seen them in person. They bark at literally everything. Open up a set of can. They kind of bark. They're very bark- barkable. They like talking. I say that. They like talking. They don't shed as much as a big normal sized dog would, but they do shed quite a bit. That's all for the beagle, uh, I guess. All right, next? so I'm just going to pause right here to say Ollie has joined us. Um, he's the other host of Top 3 Cats. Um, Ollie may or may not end up joining in like for the episode. Ollie, do you plan to join us um, to do the Labrador Retriever? I guess so. Great. <laughs> so you'll go after me then, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, alright, so Gabby, on to you for the... A question, Ollie, what, are you at a friend's house? No. How can we have a mask on? Oh, uh, reasons. I'll explain later. Um, Gabby, it's your turn for the German oh, Shepherd. Enjoy that. Why. Let me do it, I already understand. Okay, Gabby. Hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Sorry for that extra background. Uh, Gio was doing something in the background, but yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) German Shepherds are large dogs known for their loyalness and their high intelligence. intelligence. Their characteristics uh, by a brown and black coat. And they also they also work good for as a service animal and a working dog. They can be up they can be up to twenty to twenty six inches. Their weight can be up to sixty to twenty to hundred pounds. Um, their coat is a medium length coat. The colors that they can come in are black, tan, black and cream, black and red. Black and silver, solid black, black uh, gray, and more others. Their lifespan is seven to ten years, and they are not—they are not hyperangelic, so they do shed a lot. And they do, and they originated from Germany. Uh, if you're a person that, if you're a jogger or a person that just likes to run. German Shepherds are really good runners, and if you like playing with dogs too, this is one of the dogs you may you may like. But when the dog is bored, they may develop problems like barking, digging, and chewing. German Shepherds are better are German Shepherd German Shepherd dogs are better off in home where there's a fence for playing rather than an apartment. However, it's more important that your dog is given plenty of attention and not left alone most of the day. German Shepherds, German Shepherds, as I was saying, have a medium length hair, which is a thick undercoat. Their coats can be fresh brushed uh, every few days and come and it can, they can be combed too. This can start a routine for grooming. You may need a vacuum frequently because they do shot. Lucky, a German Shepherd's coat also raises dirt, so it won't be that hard to take your to take a German Shepherd. 
give it a bath. Your dog will only, German Shepherd dogs will only be needed to take a bath once a month. And since they can uh, reflect off of dirt, you, that's, yeah. uh, to keep to remember that they need to trim their nails. It helps them walk around comfortably. And I guess that's it. All right. Thank you so much, Gabby. Uh, am I, I think I'm going to go next for the golden doodle. Uh, so yeah, the golden doodle ultimate family dog. It's the mix between a, uh, golden retriever and a poodle. And it's called like a designer mix. Um, it was originally bred in the late 1960s as a guide dog. The golden doodle varies in size, depending on the size of their parents. Uh, because the poodle can be mid miniature or medium-sized. This breed typically has curly hypoallergenic hair and sheds uh, and hardly sheds due to its non-shedding poodle ancestors. The Golden Doodles are very intelligent, athletic, and lovable dogs. They're great with kids and other pets. It's a hybrid breed, and it it's between 13 to 26 inches tall. They usually weigh about 45 to 100 pounds, yet they can also weigh as little as 15 to 30 pounds. They have a wily, wire, wiry, curly, or shaggy fur that's normally curly, yet it can be straight. Uh, they usually come in gold, cream, red, black, brown, white, gray, or a combination of those colors as their coat color. Um, and they live from around 10 to 15 years on average. Uh, they're very friendly and super entertaining. Uh, Intelligent, energetic, and trainable. They're definitely hyperallergenic. That's why I'm able to have one. Um, and they're originally from the United States. The Golden Doodle is very affectionate and friendly to everything and everyone. Um, it needs to be walked quite a bit uh, and played with as well. It's super playful and has lots of energy. It's super trainable due to that, and it's meaning it's also very intelligent. They barely ever shed, if they even do shed, and um, they bark low on average, yet it can also sometimes depend on their environment that they live in to bark or not. Uh, the Golden Doodles were first bred in 1969, almost 1970, to be guide dogs, but the breed gained popularity among breeders in the 1990s. The designer mix was bred to combine the non-shedding coat of the poodle and with the desirable temperament of the Golden Retriever. The idea for this breed was inspired by the successful breeding of the poodle, I mean the Labradoodle, which is a poodle and Labrador retriever hybrid, which we'll be learning more about the Labrador later. Um, as one of the most popular domestic dog breeds in the United States, the Golden Retriever was an obvious choice for crossbreeding with the delightfully hypoallergenic poodle. At first, three dogs to earn the American Kennel Club Obedience Champion title after in its introduction in the in 1970-7, were the Golden Retrievers, which proves their loyalty and ease of training, of trainability. Poodles were originally bred as Retrievers, too, uh, and also water dogs. So both breeds also score in the top five of the 150 smartest dog breeds. The genes pass on to the Golden Doodle, so owners can be assured of an athletic, intelligent, and obedient companion. Um, the Golden Doodle does require to be walked about once or, once or twice a day. Um... It needs to be walked and all. Um, they do require grooming every, like, weekly or so, between daily and weekly, because it prevent it, like, removes dead hairs, and 
prevent super bad matting. My dog had super bad matting, and they had to shave his tail because they couldn't brush it out. Um, they're very smart, so they're easy to train. And as a um, hybrid, as far as hybrids go, they have uh, really excellent health. Um, they have an excellent record as far as health goes, although they can be um, prone to hip dysplasia and eye disorders. That's not too much for mixes. I've heard of mixes that have way more health problems. So this one is very good with their health record. Um, so, yeah, that's all for the Golden Doodle. And I think it's Ollie's turn for the Labrador. Ollie? Yes, I am here. And my dog is broken. Great. Okay, so now from now on, I am now using a key of paws. One paw being low, two medium, and three being high. Okay. So I'm using paws now. So their origin is England, and some ancestors of the golden, not golden retriever, Labrador are the Newfoundland, which is a type of dog. That's very cute. And they are about two paws in size. They weigh about 80 pounds at maximum. Please, well, you're on your weight. No, overweight. And they can live from 10 to 12 years. Their their breed group is sporting, and their activity level is for five paws. So more. And their barking slash howling level is two paws. They're good with other dogs and kids. Good with cats is a surprisingly three paws. And the shedding is medium easy to groom five paws easy to groom i just said that easy to train is two paws and it is not that protective mm. and their appearance is dense short to medium length coat wide head and a custom amount of dog water a lab's web toes help them move through wet wet stuff like a rudder like otter tail is great for swimming and knocking things off your table. <laughs> Their foot webbing is also great to keep them comfortable in cold climates. Forming a snowshoe, it keeps snow and ice from getting stuck in between their toes. And they are born with a variety of colors, such as the yellow lab, chocolate lab, and black lab. The silver Labrador retriever is a rare gray coloring with striking blue eyes. Although it sounds like a golden lad, the coloring of a Labrador retriever instead of crossbreeding golden retriever and a true lab. Within the lab breed, there are two distinct body types. The field or working variety, also referred as the American type, tends to have lighter bones, longer and less dense coat, a narrower head, and longer, longer muzzle. They tend to have more energy and be higher strung. There is no accident. These dogs are built. Also, the puppies are extremely cute. <laughs> and their personality is friendly both towards humans and other dogs. And they are, they're fearless, unlike you. You are very fearful. He's and talking to his dog. I'm talking to my dog. And labs are curious, intelligent, and which means they do well as service dogs. But can this mean your single-minded lab is more likely to escape or suddenly disappear and likely having followed something interesting? Squirrel. This is something 
why many owners of Labrador Retrievers choose to microchip their dogs. Do microchip them. It's cheap. And also keeps them safe. And they'll need plenty of exercise and um, outdoor time. As their name implies, they love to retrieve, as in play fetch. That's why you do a pickle fetch, too. And you need a big backyard um, with a long or space nearby for a long game of fetch. With sweet personalities and a love of play, these dogs are a popular breed for an active family. And the ideal human for a Labrador Retriever like is to like as play as much as their dog. This could mean long walks, runs, swimming, or tossing a ball around. However, the lab's history is a working dog that's also meant that daily walks are, aren't for exercise, though. Trick training, puzzle toys, and other mentally challenging games like hide and seek will keep your lab puppy happy. And I shouldn't go over training. And their grooming is relatively easy. They have a thick double coat. They shed their undercoat during spring and fall, year-round in temperate climate. During seasonal shedding periods, you can brush them daily to help them with fur. The rest of the year, brushing once a week as maintenance should be. Occasional baths might be necessary to keep your Labrador Retriever clean. Especially if your lab likes to something smelly they're all in. Like most dogs, Labrador Retriever's nails should be trimmed regularly and the teeth brushed to maintain dental health. Labrador Retriever dogs tend to be a healthy breed with few health problems. Some labs may develop elbow dysplasia and hip dysplasia, but less so than other dog breeds. Labrador Retrievers also tend to keep knee problems and eye problems, such as progressive rental authority, a priority, ask your vet for more info on prevention and treatment of potential health issues. Many pet owners opt for just pet health insurance, just in case. A note on that endless game of fetch, some labs might work until they collapse. Be sure to take a regular test and water breaks when you're ready to play on. Yeah, like you, boy. And some time for some history. And according to the American Kennel Club, AKC, the first Labrador Retrievers were bred in England from a unique water dog ancestor, the St. John's Water Dog. The St. John's Water Dog originally came from Newfoundland, which where they assisted fishermen while retrieving nets and other equipment, even diving for dropped fish. Working as mainly working dogs, specializing in retrieving waterfowl, water retrievers later accomplished sporting dogs, joining the show ring, eventually stepped into the role of promoting Daniel companionship you know today across the world but especially in the united states england and canada the labrador retriever remains the most popular dog to to date and so that's it well thank you ollie for that excellent performance on the labrador retriever i'm sure wally is very pleased that you were talking more about his breed um so now we usually do what we call in Top Breed Cats, cat stories. But since this is Top Breed Dogs, there are dog stories. 
Gabby, I know you were an owner of three Huskies. Would, is there anything that you would like to share about any of those dogs? Uh, we shared enough stories in the last episode, so I don't really have any more. All right. Ollie, do you have anything you'd want to share about Wally? Um, he was just barking at the window, and now he's drinking water. All right. Um, and then I guess I'll just share a little bit about my dog, Olaf. He is a golden doodle. Um, he's just different from uh, the main description of golden doodles. He, um, kind of barks a lot when there's people around. He's just very nervous. Um, he'll do anything for food, though. So, yeah. Um, my cat, Serena the Siamese, will constantly eat his food. So, he eats their, uh, her feces in return. Yeah, uh, it's nasty. (laughs) Now Gio and Ollie burst out laughing. (laughs) Yeah, but it's true. What? It's the elders of the past feces. Oh, really? I that, just learned that today. It's kind of gross. That is gross. Um, I learned something a long time ago. When a hamster has six children, it'll eat one. <laughs> okay. We're kind of getting off topic here. <laughs> we are. But this is actually kind of fun. Um. Anyway, so I think that's all about this, except I'm going to add... Ollie, one one second. I'm going to add... Hang on, go ahead, Ollie. Should we do famous cats on Top Recaps? So should we do famous dogs? Um, sure. Why don't you Google one right now? And I'll just do one thing about Olaf again. So Olaf is the master of stealing food. He literally sneaks up when, we're, when we least expect it. And then he tilts his head to the side and licks up the food. And then runs away. So, yeah. He is... Very, very crazy. Um, Ollie, have you found a famous dog yet? Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that counts. <laughs> Ooh, is that a good link? Can I take famous dogs to change history? Oh. Scooby Doo. <laughs> Scooby Doo, the famous cartoon dog. Talking, um. It's still loading. Okay. Well, that's what you can expect when you're outside. I vote for Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo's awesome. Yeah. All right. So, it's still loading. So, there is a lot of dogs. So, (laughs) ooh, I found one. All right. Alexander the Great's dog. Oh, what do you do? Oh, here she do. I think it's called... He writes. He writes, okay. Yeah, and his dog, during an attack by something, the warrior was charged by an elephant faced almost certain death. The elephant was diverted when he traced left into the air and bit its face. So his devoted dog saved his life by fighting the face of an elephant. Oh my gosh. That is unexpected by a dog. Good dog. Um, Dang, I want that dog. Yeah, that sounds like an excellent dog, to be honest. Yeah, Les died about a few thousand years ago. 
Yeah. That kind of makes sense, though. He's Alexander the Great. Um, Besides, the are getting better. We'll have him in the next 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Ollie, by any chance, do you know what type of dog this was? Um, let me look that up real fast. Okay. Um, until then, until Ollie brings us our um, announcement of what type of dog it was, does anybody else, like, between Gabby and Gio, have anything else that they want to add? Don't get fish. Fish are disappointing. What? I had two fish. They died. They overfed them. Oh. I, that's I had a fish from a carnival, and it died that night. Oh, that's just sad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ollie, have you found out anything on what type of dog that... Uh, that's okay. Um, if you have a dog story you'd like to share it here on the show, just tell it to us at topfreecats at gmail.com. Don't worry. I know it's topfreecats, but still, just title the thing Dog Stories, and you're good. We'll know what it's talking about. Yep. I think that's all, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to Top Breed Dogs, and we'll be back here again in like a week or so. Yeah. Bye. Bye.